oils and palms. One poured on his head, the other placed under his feet. All Lent, we've been exploring an aspect of the nature of true discipleship. I know that us priests, we rotate masses in our schedule, so you may not have heard all the homilies I've given, right? Maybe you've heard some of them. But in short, the essence of our exploration has been recognizing that Jesus is the one who leads the journey. And I think maybe at times we see our discipleship, our life with Christ, as Him accompanying us on the journey of this life. And in one sense, that's true. But I still think we lose an important aspect of what it means to be a disciple of Jesus. Because I think sometimes Christianity can be morphed into focusing more on ourselves than on Christ. For example, we may ask, how can Jesus accompany me? How can Jesus follow me on my journey of life? Rather than asking, Jesus, where are you leading me? How can I follow you more closely? How can I see that what I'm going through, you have already been through yourself? True disciples follow and imitate another, and we are no different. My brothers and sisters, we enter into the holiest of days, the great time of Holy Week. We begin listening right to the entrance of Jesus into Jerusalem where setting his face like flint, he surrenders to the Father's will. And we also hear the long, long story of his passion and death where he accepted death even on a cross. As our shepherd, our bishop, Lewis Kimmon, mentioned in his homily this weekend, he said that we listen to the passion narratives twice during Holy Week so that we never forget the story. So that the greatest act, the greatest act of love that the human mind, the human heart, human history has ever seen will never slip from our memories. And so today, as we've been doing all in, as we consider again how we are following Jesus, there are two things that I think catch our attention. They both deal with how the followers of Christ showed their love to him. With Jesus, discipleship is not just about following and imitation, but it's also about revealing our admiration, manifesting our love to him and for him. Today we see the admiration and love of these disciples, I think, in two ways, oils and palms. The woman at the beginning of the gospel reading, if you can remember that far back, came with an alabaster jar of perfumed oil, costly, genuine sparknard, it says, and she broke the alabaster jar and poured it on his head. You see, she lavishes, lavishes Jesus with this expensive oil. She treats Jesus with this admiration that's so precious and so sweet. You see, unlike criminals whose bodies were not prepared before their burial with oils, she goes above and beyond because she knows that she anoints her King, her God, her Savior, her Lord, the one who loves her with the greatest love. And to her, she says, basically through her actions, how insignificant is this costly perfumed oil compared to the love that Jesus 
has shown me. Then the disciples we have who place the palms beneath the feet of Jesus as he journeys into, the, into Jerusalem. And these palms are placed so that the creator of heaven and earth dares not to process on the very dust of the earth, but rather on the life that has sprouted from it, the very palm branches. And although Christ, though he was in the form of God, you see, he did not regard equality with God. Rather, he emptied himself, taking on human appearance, as St. Paul says. In other words, he became the very dust he created. However, the disciples, out of love for him, although Jesus decided to humble himself, they cannot help themselves but to exalt him because they know him to be their Lord. They can't help themselves with making his journey fit for a king, royalty in their midst. In the heat of the spring, as we know very well, they don't desire to fan themselves with those branches to keep cool, but they lay their palm branches before their Lord. And they say with their actions, how insignificant is my own comfortability compared to the love that Christ has shown me. Our brothers and sisters in Christ, we too are being summoned by these examples of these anonymous disciples to anoint our Lord, to place palms at his feet. This week, as we enter into those holiest of days, I ask you, how will you seek not to be lavished by God, but to lavish him? How will you show him your love? How will you anoint his head with the sweet oil of your good deeds? Let me ask you, what is your oil that you anoint his head with? How is it you seek to show your admiration for him? And as we follow closely to Jesus on his journey, what is it this week that you lay before his feet? What is it that you surrender so as to surrender your own comfortability and show him that your comfortability is not worth anything compared to the great things he has given you? What is it this week that you will surrender that you have been holding on to for so, so long? Because you fear that without it, you cannot go on. Will you lay it down before his feet so that you might manifest your love for him? as your King, as your Lord, as your Savior, and that nothing can take his place. My brothers and sisters, do not hesitate and do not wait, for this week will come by very quickly. Take courage. Anoint him with your acts of admiration. Place the palm with the branches of your fears, anxieties, worries, and comfort at his precious feet. This week, lavish the Lord with your oils and palms.